Hello and welcome back to Kennedy Sports Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Kennedy Severo, and today I will be focusing on the small market team known as the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays, like the Miami Marlins, are in Florida, where, in my opinion, it's considered to be a state that don't care for the sports team. The Tampa Bay Rays enjoy some success in their 20-plus year history in MLB, most recently making it to the World Series in the pandemic shortened season in 2020. Despite success on the field, off the field, however, has been nothing but uncertainty. From the early days of the Devil Rays to the ridiculous plan of having a split season in Montreal and Tampa, I will go in-depth of the small market team known as the Tampa Bay Rays. To Kenny the Sports Guy podcast. To begin this odyssey, we have to go back in time to the 1990s. Former civic leader and Tampa Bay Times publisher, the late Jack Lake, first suggested to have a MLB team in St. Petersburg. With his determination, other local leaders started to pursue an MLB team in the 1990s. Teams like the Minnesota Twins, Chicago White Sox, Texas Rangers, and Seattle Mariners, at some point during their respective history, wanted to relocate to Tampa, but it didn't come to fruition. During that time, the Florida Suncoast Dome, now known as Tropicana Field, was being built in the hopes of attracting a MLB team. In 1992, then-San Francisco Giants owner Bob Lurie agreed in principle to sell the Giants to a Tampa-based group led by Vince Naomi for $115 million. Like all owners, Lurie wanted the taxpayers to shell out money for a new state-of-the-art stadium in San Francisco. And if he didn't get his way, the Giants would relocate to Tampa and play in the Florida Suncoast Dome for the 1993 season. In a stunning twist of fate, the other MLB owners, mostly on the National League side, voted against the relocation and the deal was dead. The Giants were staying in the Bay Area and eventually got their new stadium years later. One eternity later. The Florida Suncoast Dome remained empty for another two years until March 5, 1995. The MLB awarded an expansion franchise to the city of Tampa and just like that, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays were born. The Dark and Light Years The first 10 seasons for the Devil Rays was dark. Very dark. During that time, the Devil Rays didn't register a winning record. The first franchise in MLB history to accomplish such a feat. In 2002, the Rays had their worst season on record, going 55 and 106. Coaches like the great Lou Pinella could have saved this team. Sign and throw it. Don't shake it. Make the better think that there's possibly a curveball coming. Possibly. Don't want to win. Then in 2008, a funny thing happened. After the 2007 season, the franchise announced that they will be dropping the word devil and will go as the Tampa Bay Rays. 
Maybe it was the name change, but this inadvertently kicked off one of the most unlikeliest runs in MLB history. In 2008, the Rays had their first winning season, winning 96 games en route to their first American League East Championship. They beat the White Sox in the American League Division Series and won the hard-fought American League Championship Series against the Red Sox. After a decade of frustrations and embarrassments, the Rays were headed to the first World Series in franchise history. Sadly, they ran into a buzzsaw in the Philadelphia Phillies, losing their first World Series four games to one. The Rays' Cinderella run was thanks in part to Joe Madden, who the Rays hired at the end of the 2007 season. Under his leadership, and stars like Evan Longoria, Carl Crawford, Eric Hinsky, Grant Balfour, and others. This was the team that kick-started the golden age for the Rays. From 2008 to 2021, the Rays made the postseason seven times, making it to another World Series in 2020, losing to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The small market problems, stadium issues, and attendance issues. With all their success on the field, off the field is, well, a very different story. The Rays were a small market team. As recently as 2021, the Rays are worth $1.5 billion, according to Forbes magazine. That seems like a great number on paper. However, if you look deeper, things are not as it seems. First problem, attendance issues. The state of Florida does not care about sports teams. In the 2021 MLB season, the Rays averaged 9,530 fans per game, 28th in Major League Baseball. What? The teams below them? The Oakland Athletics, who has stadium issues of their own, and the Miami Marlins, because they are located in Miami where there are other ways to spend the dollar. The Rays won 100 games this season, the most in franchise history, and yet, Less than 10,000 people show up every game this past season. That was pathetic. It's not like the team has been terrible. It's just fans are not coming. Which leads me to another big problem. Tropicana Field. Tropicana Field is a dome. It is the only fixed dome stadium in the league and is beyond antiquated. In a league where high-tech stadiums are starting to catch on, the Rays are still living in the Stone Age. It is also the toughest stadium in the league to catch fly balls because, well, the roof is white. The color of the ball is white and the roofs make it difficult for Rays and their opponents to catch fly balls. Perhaps the best feature of the stadium is the catwalks. Oh boy, the catwalks. To put it in layman's terms, there are four rings. A, B, C, and D. If the ball hits the A or B ring, it is considered to be in fair territory. If the ball gets stuck in one of those rings, the batter gets two bases. Same rules apply for the C or D rings. I know, it's really confusing. Another problem that no one talks about, the location of Tropicana Field. The Tampa Bay Rays are located in St. Petersburg, Florida. A 30 minute drive from Tampa. Not really a smart move considering the only option to go to a Rays game is by car. Public transportation in Florida is basically non-existent, and Florida traffic can be a nightmare. There are two bridges that can take you to Tampa. 
the Howard Franklin Bridge and the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. Both are a nightmare when it comes to traffic. Also, it doesn't help that the Franklin Bridge is undergoing renovation, thus leading to more traffic and headaches. Let's just say, for example, that it's a Friday night and the Rays start a big weekend series against the New York Yankees. You live and work in Tampa. After work, you want to go to the game. It would literally take you, minus traffic, 33 minutes to get to Tropicana Field. Seriously, is it even worth going? Stuart Sternberg In 2005, Wall Street investor Stuart Sternberg brought the Tampa Bay Rays for $200 million. He has saw the rise of the Rays. However, like all owners, he wants a new stadium, preferably in the Tampa area. After countless rejections and disappointments, Sternberg decided he had enough. Last season, he proposed a very interesting idea, a multi-city split. Starting in the year 2027, the Rays will be playing half their home games in Tampa and the other half in Montreal. Montreal hasn't had an MLB team since 2004, and unless the team's name is Expos, people are not going to care. Also, where are they going to play at? Olympic Stadium? That stadium is just like Tropicana Field, but more dangerous. This idea isn't bad considering that MLB has done it in the past. Most recently with the Montreal Expos, they played 22 home games in San Juan, Puerto Rico. But why Montreal? There are other places that are more deserving like Nashville, Portland, and other cities. Sounds like not a good idea to me. The curse of the small market team continues to reign supreme for the Tampa Bay Rays. I haven't covered the trading away of their best players, but I will cover that in another episode. The Rays are one of the best teams in the league, and the way that their fans treat them is really pathetic. They desperately need a new stadium, and Tropicana Field isn't cutting it. I just hope that one day they get the new stadium or get out of Tampa, because the Rays franchise deserve better. Well folks, that is the end of this episode of the small market curse known as the Tampa Bay Rays. For future and past episodes, head on over to KennedySportsGuy.com and on my social media pages on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at KennedySportsGuy and on TikTok at Kenny Sports Podcast. Until the next episode, see ya and I hope you stay safe and healthy. the Sports Guy Podcast.